Hi, my name is Safi, and you're listening to Professional Ramble Podcast. This is episode 24, where I'm going to talk about why fragility and the harm that's causing to a lot of black and POC people around the world, because it's, it's not just a United States thing, and it's happening around the world, and like how white fragility is really harming the fuck out of people of color, and that's so fucked up. So that's what we're going to talk about today, because I'm going to bring in some TikToks, and yeah, basically... We're going to talk about white fragility on the last... Yeah, we're going to talk about white fragility on the last week of Black History Month because I am a terrible black person and I didn't make any episode. But, but all my episodes about being from a black woman perspective, so technically I didn't have to because every day is Black History Month. And that's on what? And that's on what? That's on period. Anyway, so yeah, I'm gonna before I talk about my opinions and stuff like that, I'm going to play some video It's uh, that I got on TikTok. So this one video, and then throughout the podcast, I'm going to be playing a different TikTok and stuff like that when it fits in. Yeah, you get the point. Um, so yeah. Can I just say something without all the bullshit? If you feel fucking came for, you feel fucking came for. Do you understand how goddamn draining it is for your black friends to have to explain to you why you should treat them with any kind of fucking decency? That I have to fucking teach you why it's not cool for you to say the N-word. That I have to look at article after goddamn article to show you that I, as a black woman, am treated less because of the color of my fucking skin? And that your racist grandmother isn't fucking funny to me? Why the fuck do I have to be a goddamn scholar to get treated with some goddamn respect? I had to look at article after article and percentages and statistics just to show you that my life was fucking hard. Ah! Can I? And with this um, TikTok, her pain and like you can hear her pain through her voice of just like having to like prove that like she's being hurt by white people by having to pull out a fact. From the internet that doesn't even like encapture like all of like black people and all of POC people. And in order to like be valid, you, you she literally has to bring out a bunch of like statistics. And that's why on this podcast I'm very vocal about um, feelings over facts. I don't do the shit that's fact over feelings because it's so annoying of like facts. Fa- quote unquote like facts like Google like facts and stuff like that. Don't like encapture like people's one-on-one experience and stuff like that but feelings do and talk about experiences and that's why there's some topics i want to talk about on this podcast but like i'm not part of that community and like i can do my google research on it i could like look up on my statistics on it but it's not the same as hearing someone's experiences and that's why i wanted to get to know more friends and stuff like that so i can like know more more like one-on-one perspective and that's why i like say you guys should always message me on my Instagram and stuff like this, I want to know more perspective of other people in different other communities. And, like, why people, like, on TikTok and on social media in general just like to, like, say, like, if you don't have an article, like, a cited, well-documented article, your experience is invalid. Your experience with white people is invalid. No, white people don't call you the N-word anymore. So, um, through, through my, uh, my information and my facts, it's invalid. So, um, I'm going to invalidate anything you have to say. And that's constant of, like, black people are having to, like, constantly, like, educate, um, white people on dumb shit. And then white people are like, well, I'm not going to listen to you because you don't have hard on fact and stuff like that. And, like, I would rather, that's why it's tough from my perspective personally because I would rather 
Oh, but I don't listen. Like, I don't listen to podcasts when all the way, all the audiences is like talking about statistics and stuff like that. I'm just like, statistics of like racial violence. But I'm like, real people are losing family members because of white fragility and white fragility not wanting to listen to black and POC people because they don't have all the, in fact, they don't have the pictures to show it. They don't have like, um, like a cited, well documented, scholarly article to prove that they're hurting. And it's, it's, it's truly killing, like, Asian Americans. It's killing black Americans. It's killing Latino. It's Latinx people. It's killing a lot of people. And, like, white people are still not listening because they're like, well, you, you the, your pain is invalid because there's no article on it. If I search up on Google about your pain, it's not going to be there. I'm like, yeah, Google's fan. You should go do your research on Google. But you, you should always, number one, listen to actual people's experiences and stuff like that. I'd rather have a want to have a conversation with someone one-on-one than like looking through a Google or something like that. So it's just like TikTok is literally giving you that of like black and POC people literally giving you their first-hand experience and that. And that's why like people don't, like TikTok is not like a reasonable, um, a factual like site and stuff like that. But like for my podcast, I'd rather use TikTok because it's giving me that one-on-one perspective of like Oh my God, this is actually what you're having. Because it's not the same when you just see like 50% of this is getting killed and stuff like that. But like on TikTok, you're seeing like like an actual person telling you their story and like their anger, their frustration. And just like, that's why feelings over facts on this podcast it will always be like that because that is the number one most important thing of just like, and like not, and then not like, Listening to them, I listen to black and POC people because their stories don't line up with what you what you research with what another white scholarly um person said. And like the book White Fragility by Robin D'Angelo is a great one because I heard that like a lot of white people don't listen to black and POC people, but like this book is a literally a white man just talking about like talking to other white people of just like. Yo, this is um, why fragility is real because, like, white people don't want to take accountability of their actions. So they will do anything. They will victimize themselves to be, even though they're the oppressors and they're the ones oppressing black and POC people and constantly, but, like, will victimize themselves and turn it around and stuff like that in that type of, in that type of way and stuff like that. But, like, um, it's, why fragility is, like I said this, I'm going to keep saying this over and over, but it's literally harming people. It's literally killing people. And, like, I, well, I'm not, I'm a good person. So, like, that was my ancestor that I'm a good person. But, like, if you constantly say you're a good person, you, we all know you're not a good person. You're clearly not a good person if you keep feeling like you have to reassure people that you're a good person. And that goes for anything. Like, if you constantly keep saying you're a good person, I'm a good person. Like, I said I'm a good person, like, sarcastically. But, like, if you constantly keep saying you're a good person, good person, good person, you are not a good person, that's a shocker. Like, shock. I know, shocker. If you're constantly, like, saying, I'm a good person, I'm, I'm a perfect person, you are not a perfect person. I say I'm a good person sarcastically because I know I have a lot of flaws and I'm still learning with my flaws. I'm still growing as a person and still accepting. I'm not accepting, but I'm still like my flaws and shit and stuff like that. And and one part of white fragility that's harming people 
is literally white women tears and the ability for white women to victimize themselves no matter like white women could just cry anywhere and like the popular one one that you see is like of white women in tears is like when they get stopped by the police and stuff they um they just start crying and then the police feel bad and then they don't give them any tickets and stuff like that and like and white women tears of where white women are calling cops on black men and black people in general because they feel unsafe in that place and like stuff like that and that's how a lot of black people live literally lost their lives because white women felt unsafe and Mattel was a literally a boy a young boy who got killed because a white woman accused him for raping her a young boy and so it's just like uh, white women are literally the death of a lot of black people and in America and just like like in, in slavery time like literally like um when um men will get killed when women can because um white women felt like they weren't safe so like um like 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 in the uh, when enslaved people were were going they went uh, were enslaved and stuff like that and like if a if a white woman felt like she was jealous of the of um the enslaved woman and stuff like that she would basically like tell her husband and then her husband would basically have her killed basically and then like same with the with the man with the enslaved man enslaved black man and stuff like that would literally have him killed because like well you're looking at my wife the wrong way and like white women are known for lying a lot because they just felt unsafe and like white women's security has always been put over anybody so like white women just start crying and just like where we're supposed to feel sympathy for them and we see a lot of this with the hollywood movies and stuff like that too of like why would like Oh my god, I hate watching movies with white women tears and stuff like that. Like, I had to watch The Handmaid's Tale. I didn't have, it was, we had to read the book, but I don't read the book. I literally watch the movies and stuff like that. So I was watching the movie for Handmaid's Tale. And like, they were giving me a lot of white women tears there. I'm just like, The Handmaid's Tale is literally slavery that happened in America. But yeah, we're supposed to more feel sympathy because it's white women that's in there. And like, they did a lot of crime. I'm like, like every time white women, every time there was a white woman crying on 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 that TV, I literally skipped out. I was like, I am because white women are just known for like having really good crying, and like because white women crying, it's like a victimized, and it's like it also goes again with misogyny too of like how women are supposed to be taken care of, but like that misogyny thing of doesn't apply because like white women are seen as babies. But, like, black women are seen as strong black women who can handle anything because we're there are strong black women and stuff like that. So, it's, like, that, that that double stand between white women and black women and just, like, that constant, like, dehumanization of just, like, black women. And then, um, um, ugh. And then, um, so, like, white women tears is literally the, like, white women would lick and lick. Like, that's why, uh, I don't find Karens funny. Like, people are, like, making jokes on Karens and stuff like that. I don't find them funny because they've literally, like, the, the joke of Karens have literally killed a lot of black people. And a lot of black people have lost a lot of family members because a white woman felt unsafe that she felt the need to call the police. And no matter if the black man called, um, told the police the right side, like, they will never be believed the same way as a white woman is, even though a white woman is lying. Because a white woman's tears has always been seen as gentle and, and and soft and stuff like that. And, like, just, like, 
And then she's seen as like, um, safe and a little baby. And I'm just like, she's not innocent, but yet, like, it go. It's like it's a part of misogyny. A lot, like a, a lot of white women say it's part of misogyny because white men, like, it's like I have to take care of my woman. Like, if anything's like scared of my woman, I have to take care of her. But like, it's literally killed the death of a lot of black people. And I don't think like people understand the. That's why I'm like. I wonder if I like in a movie or like I'm mean, just a video of a white man since I literally posted on my Snapchat. I'm like, I don't feel bad for this bitch. I, it's, it's like in the movie, it's like, so I'm like, I don't feel, it's like, because like white women have just been seen to like be victimized and be babies and be acting like a fucking baby. I'm like, you're a grown ass woman. Like, there, it's like literally 50 year old men, uh, women, white women who are scared of 13 year old black boys. Please make it make, make sense. What is that thirty? You're old. You're like a crippling ass bitch. Go die in a fucking bush because I'm like, you're an old ass woman. What is a 13 year old boy going to fucking do to you? What is a 13 year old black boy going to do to you that you felt like the need to call the police on a black boy? And I think the, I'm also like, um, the recent one is like the Soho Karen where she was basically, where she's basically, she's 22 and she was basically fighting these, this teenage boy because she, she thought, um, he took her phone and then her father was like, you did not take, but she literally was beating this black boy and like in the interview of like, the boy didn't even end up having her phone and stuff like that. And the hotel ended up was the one that ended up having her phone and stuff like that. And, like, her apology wasn't even an apology. She was like, I'm still young and stuff like that. And, like, no matter, like, what the age of a white woman is, they would still try to say, like, I'm... She, like, her apology wasn't even an apology because she was fighting a literally a whole boy, like, a whole teenage boy. And basically saying, like, he should have known better. But I'm like, you're 22 and he's a teenage boy. I'm like, what the fuck does that make sense? You sound stupid. And her father, his father was saying uh, he did not take your fucking phone. And she refused to believe it because she victimized a young black boy. Because I'm like, there was a lot of people in that hotel. But yeah, she picked that boy as the one who stole her phone. So like, no matter the age, it's like white women are still victimizing themselves and stuff like that. Like, like a lot of people in, my, in school is like, when I was like posting a lot of stuff about like Black Lives Matter and my stories and stuff like that. It's like, this summer before I started my freshman year, like, a lot of them blocked me because they felt like they were being targeted at my post of, like, of me, like, saying, like, white people are the cause of all of this and stuff, like, so they felt, like, kind of, like, targeted in that, in that type of sudden way and felt like, they, it, it like, they felt targeted at my post of Black Lives Matter and, like, saying, like, these white Karens are doing the meaning of it. So, like, a lot of, like, a lot of the white people in my school literally blocked me because of that because they felt like I was, I was, like, throwing shade at them and stuff like that. But I was, like, if it, if, if I'm not, if it, if it, if your shoe doesn't fit, why do you care? So that's why all the white people I have in my life now and, like, a lot of people are, like, my statue and stuff like that. Like, I genuinely love the white people that are in my life because, like, if the shoe doesn't fit, why are you mad? So, like, if you do want to block me, I'm like, so you're racist, that dumbass bitch. Basically what it is. So, it's just, like, a lot of that just, like, and, like, that constant thing of just, like, putting white women as, like, little babies and someone to take care of. And, like, you, you have to eliminate anyone that makes them scared. Basically, that's what white women's here white, white women is. And that's why it's extremely fucking detrimental to the case of, like, to a lot of black and POC people and stuff like that. White fragility also don't like to take accountability and stuff like that. Like, they want black and POC people, the people that they oppress, 
to cater to their feelings. Chad, let me, I, how does that make sense? Like, babe, how does that make sense? It doesn't quite make sense. I'm kind of quite confused in that, like, I'm confused. Like, um, because, like, this, um, I'm going to play another TikTok. You, ma'am, do not know me. You do not have the privilege to say such grotesque things about me just because I'm fucking white. In a second, pause the video and take a few seconds to guess what you think I said to her. One of the most grotesque things you can think of. So I actually didn't say anything to her. I just made a video explaining common phrases white people say about race when they have good intentions but are actually harmful forms of aversive or covert racism. And literally... So I'm going, that's part of like the TikTok, but like basically that's what it is of like white, white people feeling like they feel like a sense of like pain, but when, when POC are like oppressed people call them racist because they're like, well, I'm not racist, my sister. I'm like, and if the shoe, if you, you're like, this woman was literally crying. Like she was like really crying. She was like, oh my God, but like. She, but this, but the video, the original video was just basically just saying like, this is the offensive shit that like white people say to me. And like, if the shoe doesn't fit, why are you, so I'm like, you obviously said that. I'm so like, taking out compatibility isn't, they don't want to do that. And like, stuff like that, they still want their feelings to be catered after like, like my entire like elementary school of like being bullied because of like my, um, because of basically being black. I was basically being black, bullied by being black and being African and stuff like that. So it's like, and they kind of like victimize themselves to make themselves, they're like, well, you, and like somehow they keep, it's like, white people have somehow like turned reverse racism. I'm like, like the amount of white people who would like call me racist and stuff like that. I'm like, just because I called them out on their behavior. I, please, like, I, my brain hurts. I it doesn't quite make sense because like calling a white person out for being racist is not not makes you racist apparently. And like and, and like they would they white people are kinda of turned like the word racist into a slur. Like you that you can't call white people racist because then they'll start fucking crying on, on fucking thing of on fucking on fucking TikTok and I'm just like, Oh you are you stupid Are you mad? Are you mad? You got to be mad. What? What? I just. What did I just do? But I'm just like the whole thing of just like constantly kind of like. They're like trying to do reverse racism, but I'm like, yo, I can't be racist, but I will damn try it all my life. I saw that. I was like, ooh, that's a good one. Because I used to. Feel, I used to feel bad. I was like, why the fuck do I feel bad if white people call me racist? I'm like. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not racist because I can't be racist because I was a black woman. I cannot be racist to literally anybody. But I will damn try my heart. I will call you go listen that monkey. I will call you um. But what's some other word? Yeah, I will call you anything. I will try my damn my damn heart to be racist. But like I can't because of power dynamic. Unfortunately, <sighs> I could try. And then like. They even they try to like make black people seem like they like a bad person. They're like slavery was so long ago, but yeah, like people who are fifty years old right now literally went to segregated schools. 
Like, the way, like, when I learned about slavery in school, I thought it was, like, so long ago. Like, I thought, like, in the 1800s, 1800s was so long ago. But I'm like, 1800s is low-key not that long ago, babe. It's literally not that. So I was just like, the way they try to, like, victimize themselves, too. But I'm just like, like you guys should forget about it and stuff like that. But, like, I and the intergenerational trauma that's there to, um, in the black community like, living in the black community, that's there, like, literally, like, every problem in the black community is literally traced back to slavery, and through the Jim Crow era, and through the Reconstruction era, and through, like, all these different eras, it's literally traced back, so, like, little, so, like, the black community is literally basically formed on trauma, and, like, and, like, their mental health and accessibility is also not access easy access but it's not accessible to a lot of black people and stuff like that so like a lot of black communities don't get therapy and like so just that like, continues to live through like different families and different generations of all this fucked shit and like yeah and then like white people love to like say like well um germany uh, uh like jewish people um wait i don't even know wait like uh, like Americans will like white people would love to say like um well um G uh, Germany forgot about it and stuff like that and like, Germany didn't forget about it they literally paid reparations and like literally anyone who was like caught like being a Nazi in like Germany can literally go to fucking prison and, like literally on like death penalty I don't know if Germany has death penalty but like could literally like be killed and stuff like that if you're if you're like a Nazi. And stuff like that. But America has never once paid reparation. And instead, they used, quote-unquote, reverse racism on black people. Of, like, the only, like, black people that they, like, praised was, like, people like MLK and stuff like that. But, like, demonized Malcolm X, who, like, matched um, white people's level of evilness. Um, but, like, so they demonized him when he was just, like, doing his regular shit. But, like, MLK, who, who at the end of, like, MLK's life before he got assassinated... Of course, they have to assassinate a peaceful black man. And, like, just assassinate any black man that's in the public face. But, like, was, like, MLK and um, Malcolm X um, ideologies was kind of, like, close. But, like, they, like, history books did make sure they they did not include any of that. They were like, why can't she be as peaceful as um, MLK? MLK was peaceful and he got assassinated. So, I'm just like, peacefulness has never been a thing. I'm like, peacefulness is not a thing. Because peacefulness can never be a thing. Because, like, everything in America has been caught. For, um, I've literally been about war and everything. I was like, you literally have to throw battlefields in order to get fucking freedom. Like, in order for, like, black people to not be seen as three-fifths of the person, they literally have to go to have, like, two civil rights? No, one civil rights. Oh, I'm stupid. Um, but, like, they literally have to have a whole civil rights, a whole battle. In order to just be not considered three-fifths of a person. In order to just, like, be, like, a person. Like, and then, like, the KKK was like, yo, I'm not going to let you do that. And started going to, like, the black communities and killing black people in their own fucking homes and stuff like that. So, it's just, like, no matter what, like, black people did, like, white people always had some type of fragility and stuff like that. And the, when I go back to the Nazi thing, it's like, Nazis are not allowed to be in Germany without, like, at least openly, like, they're on in America and stuff like that. But, like, why the fuck are a lot of Americans, like, kind of, like, Nazis and stuff, like, anti-Semitic? I'm like, nigga, you were literally not even in, like, 
I'm like, why do you like? Do you really like the ideology that bad? Are you really a shitty human being? And then like, why people want us to like kind of like cater to their feelings and to their emotions and stuff like that? Or like, they can literally be racist and call you the like hard and they, they can literally call you nigga, 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 nigga with the hard ear. And basically, I'm still want you to be nice to them. And this one video of um. This one video of this one girl who was basically like combating the same level of this white supremacist um, racist person. Um, people was expecting her to apologize because she like, yeah, let me play the video. It's a beautiful morning, but of course I wake up to people being mad that I was mean to a fascist. Let me tell you something. If your heart goes out to a self-professed fascist, an open racist, homophobe, and transphobe, someone who made a hard R and word swastika, if you think there is any going too far when it comes to people such as that, if you think I was wrong for telling people such as that to die, like I said, I'm done playing optics and oh, I don't want people to see me as a bad person. No. If you have sympathy for that and if you think that I'm the bad person in this situation, I could care less. I slept fine last night. Block me now. Here's my apology if you want. I am very sorry for telling a racist fascist to go OD on prick 30 psych. I'm sorry for not giving a fuck. I really wish I did. I don't have sympathy for self-admitted fascists and open racists. I am not obligated to try and change her views. I don't care about her feelings. I hope she chokes slowly. The moral high ground is stupid. You're all ugly, gay, and cringe. Argue with yourselves, not me. I'm going to make some salmon bagels while you cry in my comments. I don't care about optics. You're all bashed. Exactly. And, like, they want black people to kind of, like, give in to that, like, to cater to white supremacists. Why the same white supremacists who are killing their family members, who are killing them, but, like, you were still mad. Like, black and POC people are still mad to, like, cater to them. I was like, um, still be nice to them. I'm like, because, like, white people are the ones who rule the world. And we have to. I'm like, with this podcast, like, I know, like, I'm even like, this podcast, it's like, I'll have to, like, censor myself to, like, get, like, sponsorship and to, like, make a living on this podcast. But, like, for now, I just don't give a fuck. And because, like, white people say, I'm, and you have to cater to white people on, like, public platforms and stuff like that. Because, like, in order to like make a living and stuff like that, like Nick Cannon, he um he got his show canceled because he says some true shit about white people and stuff like that. So it's like you, we have to cater to white supremacists. Tell me where the fuck that makes sense. Like why the fuck are we catering to the same people who literally fucking hate us, who literally call us the N words? Like I literally can't go on Omega because I will literally call the N words. And like one time I went on Omega, I think it was over the summer. I was like, oh my god, let me credit. I want to create a YouTube video going on Omega, like one of those fun YouTube Omega videos and stuff like that. So I went on Omega, I, would, I got dressed, I was, I got my camera ready and stuff like that. Like, the, I'm pretty sure, like, the third person in was just, like, in all black. It was, it's fucking traumatic to me. I hate talking about it. But, like, he just kept saying, nigga, 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 nigga. I was, like, I was kind of, like, in a shock. So I, like, stayed in there for a while. I was, like, what the fuck? Because I've never actually really been called the n-word and i was just i was scared i was like so it's like there was no places that's safe for a lot of P black and POC people like when tiktok was first starting out i felt safe on tiktok because those like, I, I i was able to see people who look like me and then like as soon as we got po started to get popular it started to get uh, to be an unsafe place for black people to speak out about racial injustice and stuff like that because there will be a lot of white supremacists who are basically like calling them ugly and stuff like that. I'm just, like, basically critiquing their looks. I'm basically like, you're ugly, you're this and that, and you're this. And this is one 15-year-old girl. I think her name's, like, Nyjah Princess. I'm a, I'm a, but, yeah, it's just, like, um, she's literally just, like, saying her thought about, like, racist people. And, like, people are just, like, critiquing her looks out of nowhere and just, like, like, white people are so, ego is so fucking fragile that, like, they kind of just, like, they will, 
do anything to make you feel like less than and less than a person and stuff like that because they can't have anyone higher than them they can't have anyone um feel like they're higher than them so like they'll do anything to bring anyone down and stuff like that so that whole thing is just like why fragility is literally the, um, is literally making people kill themselves or um watch um why fragility is literally killing them killing a black and pure few people and that's so crazy that that whole fact is it's like it really kind of like just like aggregates me and just like it's weird i feel like oh my god i feel like this episode is really the definition of my podcast of professional rambling i feel like i've really just like been rambling and just like because my thoughts are everywhere and like i have my notes but like yeah because just like why fragility is killing people and it's scary and stuff like that and like weaponizing like the term racist um, against black and POC people, but I'm like, black and POC people cannot be racist towards you, but yet they try to, like, still use that reverse psychology. It's not reverse psychology, but I'm just like, over them, I'm just like, in what way can, um, black and POC people be racist towards you? Like, um, they literally, we literally don't have that, um, that power dynamic to be racist towards white people and stuff like that. Like, nothing we do can literally be racist towards white people. Calling the people names is not being racist. Like, yo, I know, I know that's such a hard um, pill to swallow, but calling people names is not, that's just called a bully, not racist. And like, they'll be like, they pull up the, um, the uh, Google definition of racist, I'm like, yo, the term racist literally has a whole historical context, you cannot use the Google's definition of racist, are you stupid, are you dumb, are you bad, are, are you batshit stupid, like, you must be batshit stupid, and it's just like, it's crazy to me, of just like, the way that white people would would try to make themselves feel like a victim when they're literally the oppressor. I don't, I simply don't get it and stuff like that. And you're like how like not like white people are like trying to like don't don't call me racist even though like they they're literally calling the the n word they're literally calling you like um a lot of like racial slurs and stuff like. But the moment you call me racist, you're like I'm not racist. I just don't like um n words. I just don't like this. I'm just like. Are, are we living in the same world? Are we? Are we? Cause I don't think we are. I and mean, I'm just like, are you dumb? Yeah, I think you are. You must be, because I don't think anyone with a brain can like literally like fathom like you as a person. I'm just like, ooh. And then I want to talk about the like um Asian hate crime and Asian the Asian hate crimes a lot on like white fragility and stuff like that. Be I'm like I didn't I'm. I, I want I've been wanting to talk about the um, Asian hate crime, but like I don't want to talk about it because I feel like I don't want to like intrude on a lot of like Asian voices and stuff like that. But like I think I've heard it a lot. It's like ever since like the COVID pandemic and like with um with with Trump calling like the um the um the Chinese virus and stuff like that. It's like there was a lot of people who don't want to eat in like Chinese restaurants because they're like, well, I'm gonna get COVID. I'm like, bitch, y'all are the same ones going to party. Trust me, you're not getting COVID from Asian people. You're literally getting COVID from your dumbass friends. So I'm like, babe, you're not getting. So I'm like, and I was like, I'm, I don't like. You're eating bats and you're eating dog. I'm just like a lot of like those like stupid shit. I'm like, I'm gonna play um a couple of um videos from Asian creators um talking about their experiences with it. 
The other day, my mom called me and she said that one of her friends was robbed at a grocery store and the guy who was robbing her decided it was a good idea to grab a grocery cart and smash her legs with it. Well, now she's having a hard time walking. This is just one example that the Asian community has been experiencing. But since the pandemic, so many Asians are being attacked, robbed, and killed, specifically targeting the elderly and even kids. As a community, we need to be more vocal. I know us Asians are taught to stay silent and just focus on working hard. Well, right now, we need to work hard on being heard. The Asian community... Um, her TikTok, her TikTok username is Lizzie Mong. No, <laughs> I think she put her middle name. Lizzie M. Wong. It's all together. Um, she's um an Asian creator I follow. There's another one. Uh, yeah. So I'm sure you guys have heard about the recent increase in hate crimes against Asians. So I originally wasn't gonna make a video about this, but then my mom called me yesterday and she was like, make sure you wear a hat, sunglasses, and a mask when you go outside because if people know that you're Asian, someone might try to hurt you. And that's when it kind of hit for me because I think until now, I was just blocking out the situation because obviously, who wants to hear about their people getting hurt, you know? And you guys know I make a lot of videos about like Asian fishing and the reason behind that is because, you know, you can tape your eyes back, you can glue down your eyes to make you look like you have a monolith, but at the end of the day, that's all things that can be erased. Sorry, that was like a really big tangent and that's not supposed to be the point of this video, but I just think it's so weird if you're like, oh, I love anime, I love K-pop, and then you're like, when Asians are literally being set on fire. The main point of this video was to spread awareness of the current hate crimes against Asians and just ask for a little sensitivity on the issue. Additionally, if there's someone in your life who is Asian, it really wouldn't hurt to check in on them right now. So I'm sure you guys have heard about the reason. Her user is P-O-R-O-J-I-N because I can't say it, but that's her user on TikTok. And um, this other, there's a last, the last video I'm gonna play is, no, I have two more videos I'm gonna play now. I swear on your fucking grain, you're going to regret it because peace is an option, but so is fucking violence. And even the most docile creatures can bear things when pushed into a corner. You fucking know this. So what is it? What can we do to show this country to pay us some fucking respect? Media is the murder of an 82-year-old man and the assault of countless Asian Americans not newsworthy enough for you? Does it not pay your fucking bills? You want us to burn buildings down, cause riots, smash windows, burn flags? What? You may not know this, but there is this graciousness that our elders have, specifically as Asian Americans, because of where they came from. War-torn fucking countries and poverty. So what? So what? But I'm going to speak for these people. What do you fucking want? If you do not want violence as an answer, what the fuck do you want? I s um, I don't have his user, but the user that posted it of someone who reacted to it is EJKATH, EJKAT, all together. Um, but it's just like, um, Asian people have been seen as like that modern minority people of like, um, the people like all like POC people that like, white people kind of shaped of like you should you should strive to be like Asian people and stuff like that. But while white Americans are still literally hurting um, Asian people, and I know like with the um, Asian hate crime, it's not only white people who are who are being racist towards Asian. Literally, Black Americans are literally being racist. Black people are being racist. Like Latinx people, like everyone's literally being racist towards um, Asian Americans. With this thing, I saw like I think in the beginning of like the pandemic, I saw a video of, like a bunch of like group of like black men who were, like beating up this elderly elderly woman, 
um, just because she was Asian, like, and then calling her like the chin. She um, you started the Chinese, you Chinese um vibes because you eat bats. And, like they were beating this old woman, this old elderly Asian woman because she um she started the Asian vibe. But I'm like, yo, I'm like, so it's just like the misinformation that comes out and then like. Like, the hate crime that's happened within the Asian community is crazy because they're just, like, to deflect of, like, thing of, like, I'm going to get COVID because you guys started it. I'm like, well, you're getting COVID because we're in a pandemic, and yet you're still going partying, and yet you're still not wearing your mask, and yet you're doing all of this. So I was like, this is still your fault, though. Like, so I'm like... It's not Asian people, and you're trying to like deflect on your own ability to in, to feel to not take blame and some for um for um for Asian uh, for Asian uh, for uh, for Asian uh, uh, for Asian hate crime and um, like deflecting it um, and just like the Asian hate crime is not just on white people. I'm calling on every every group of people because like um they're like little jokes that like everyone likes to make of like haha the ching chong I'm, I'm just like so uh, it's it's crazy I like yeah I'm not Asian so I can't tell a lot but like I try to like pull a lot of this um from Asian perspectives and stuff like that but like this is a real shit and like they were. Like, Americans and white supremacists were mad that, like, black people were, like, rioting. And, and black people weren't even the one rioting, but, like, when, like, people were, like, doing the Black Lives Matter protests and, like, people were mad and stuff like that, uh, was, like, you have to protest peacefully if you want something to happen. But, like, it went Asian people, Asian people are, like, total, like, kind of, like, not um talk about like their stuff like that but like so asian people are like are, are, are like quote unquote are like peaceful and stuff like that but yeah they're still getting hit the elderly asian elderly are still getting like hate crime and then so a lot of this is just like crazy and just like the asian hate crime and the um i don't think like it there's been a rise of asian hate crime i think it's always been happening but a lot of people are just not talking about it because asian people are, are kind of like like me myself, I didn't even know anything was really happening with the Asian community and stuff like that. Because like Asian people are told not to talk about it. it was like I'll be fine. Like white people, these are just like white people, whatever, and like stuff like that. But like white people, um, Asian people have literally been like quiet and stuff like that. But yeah, this thing still happening. They're still peaceful. And like so, it's just like a lot of this is like no mad peacefulness is not the answer of racism in America. You literally have to fucking burn shit down, and they would still fucking blame you for this. For the for everything, and it pisses me off. It frankly just pisses me off and stuff like that. I think that's where I'm gonna end this episode. White fragility. Um, if you're a white person and you took offense to anything I said, your fault. Um, if the shoe fits, wear the fuck out of the shoe. Sounds like your problem. Um. You can DM me on Instagram at Professional Rambler. You can email me at ProfessionalRamblerPodcast at gmail.com. And, yeah. White people, what I can mainly say is watch your fucking words, watch your fucking tears, and bitch, you cannot be racist towards white people. Now go bully a white person today. Bye. (laughs)